Hi, this is Dr. Heidi, your Toxic Relationship Awareness and Healing Specialist, and this is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic, Rid Your Life of Toxic People. Thank you for being here, and thank you for sharing the podcast. Um, I have had a busy week. Busy, busy week. I My last episode obviously was on Mother's Day, and I'm certain there's some of you thinking I fell off the planet because it's been so long since I've done one, but... In the meantime, we've had a lot of stuff going on here in the family household. The youngest graduated from high school and has decided to join the Marines. So that's a lot of stuff. Um, Lots of changes going on at the Coaching with Dr. Heidi business, which is super exciting. Thanks to all of you. Um, Just a lot of different things going on in my life and they're all good. You know, and there was probably a time where there was a lot of different things going on in my life and none of them felt like they were good. Um, The difference, I think, is my perspective. I think there's things that come up that aren't good and they're not as big to me as they used to be. They're not as hard to fix or overcome for me because I have been able to stand my ground and just know that I'm going to be okay. And that's one of the things I kind of want to talk about today. As I sat through the high school graduation of, it's my stepdaughter, it's my husband and I's youngest, um, on Sunday, and the whole family was there. And as I sat, you know, looking at this class in front of me with all the funny things they had put on their graduation caps and watching them throw their caps at the end, Um, I started thinking back to my high school graduation. I actually did just figure out how many years ago that was, but I'm not telling you. Um, Good grief. I don't even know what I was thinking my life was going to be like on my high school graduation day. And now looking back, wow. The stuff that I have gone through, accomplished, did, you know, journeyed and been successful at have, I would have never ever been able to even think that I would do or have or see half of this stuff. So as I'm looking at the graduating class, I'm thinking 20 years from now, I wonder where all of these people are going to be. And it kind of started me going back through some of the things in my life. And it kind of, it brought me to um, a subject that I'm going to talk about because I have a lot of people uh, both in my client base right now, uh, people that are getting a hold of me through social media, and a lot of people in the Strength Within support group that are on Facebook. There is a lot of change. There's a lot of motion right now in um, the people that are in my life. And, you know, things kind of go through cycles, but right now, lots of movement. And one of the things that I wanted to talk about today is, you know, decisions and how we make them and why we don't make them and the things that hold us back and how sometimes they're made for us. And I think making a decision is one of the most paralyzing things that you can do. Why? Because after all, making the wrong one or making the wrong change is going to or may affect us greatly. 
And on top of that, it may affect others greatly, right? So we all have people in our life who seem to just be flying through life, you know, accomplishing one thing after the next. And we feel like we're seriously standing still in the middle of the highway and the cars are just flying past on both sides. Why is that? Because a lot of times decision-making keeps us paralyzed. Now, there's many different reasons why um, one would not want to make decisions. And I think decisions are scary. And when you are in a toxic environment and you're in a toxic environment for a lengthy amount of time, you will subconsciously learn not to make your own decisions. Why? Because it's always the wrong one. There's always something wrong with the decision you made. If you choose this way, you'll be in trouble. If you choose that way, you know, something bad will happen. If you choose this way, so-and-so will be mad. And if you choose this way, so-and-so is going to get hurt. So what we tend to do is we tend to just step back from our own decision-making processes and allow other people to make our decisions. Whether it's them actually saying, okay, this is what we're going to do, or just letting time pass until the decision makes itself. You know, if there's a deadline, you just don't meet it, then the decision has made itself. And it's kind of part of goes along with being numb. If you don't make a decision, you can't have to suffer the effects from the decision you made. And that's what I was thinking when I was watching the graduating class. The decisions that I have made or the lack of, of the decisions that I have made has put me where I am today. So as I'm looking at the motion that's going on in the Strength Within group, and the reason I say that is there is people finding the strength to get ready to make huge decisions upon leaving, going no contact, or removing themselves from toxic environments. And they are about this close to it being half patter, half past quarter till, I don't give a crap. And if you've listened to my podcast before, that's a phrase we use. Uh, it was first said by my daughter at a retreat. And it's about trusting yourself and knowing when it's time. You'll just wake up one morning. It'll be half past quarter till, I don't give a crap. And you will know that your life within that toxic relationship is over. And there is a lot of motion in my client base right now to remove yourself. So that's why I wanted to talk about the decisions. Because, because we know decisions can affect other people, we tend to hold off making them. We also tend to hold off making decisions because we're not sure what the future holds. So we tend to stay where it's familiar rather than venture out into the unknown. And that's exactly what spurred me to, to talk about this is that high school class sitting there on Sunday is venturing out into the unknown, right? And what do we tell, what do we tell our kids when they graduate? What, do we, what does every graduation card say? You can do anything you want. Follow your dreams. Don't be afraid. Aim high. You know, all of those things. But we don't tell ourselves that. Can you imagine um, 
if you told someone else the things you tell yourself, right? You'll stand in front of the mirror and, and look at yourself and say, well, you, you know what? You used to be a size six. You've gotten a little heavy. Or, you know what? You're way too old to go back to school. It's way too late to start over. You should probably just keep doing what you're doing. Could you imagine if we said that to somebody else? You know what? You used to be a size six. You've gotten a little heavy. Or you're way too old to go back to school. You should probably keep doing what you're doing. But we say stuff like that to ourselves all the time. So as I'm looking at this class sitting there thinking, these kids have no idea what's going to happen to them in the next 20 years. Because when I sat there, you know, and I moved my little tassel over, I had no idea what was going to happen to me in the next 20, even 30 years. So it made me reflect on some of the decisions I didn't make that I should have made. You know, picking, picking a career, you know, picking a soulmate, picking a partner, picking a place to live, picking a school, all of that stuff. There was a lot of that in my life I let other people pick. And I'm not regretting a single thing because, you know, my past has made me who I am and that's totally fine. Um, I wouldn't be who I am today and you wouldn't be who you are today without the decisions that happened. And the reason I say happened is you probably didn't make them all. You probably let some of them happen. And for those of you right now who are sitting in a toxic environment, you are letting decisions happen. Lack of decision making kind of comes along with the lack of boundaries. And I'm not going to do the let's set up boundaries speech today because I know as well as you do, setting up boundaries in toxic environments is nothing but effort with no result. Okay, uh, boundaries is a topic for an entirely separate podcast. But when you let your decision-making ability and go and you give it to somebody else, you then have to deal with the aftermath of the decision-making. So when you're faced with a decision or you're faced with um, making a choice, you need to learn that you're where you are today because you've let somebody else make those choices. Now, whether it's because of fear, whether it's because of, you know, um, lack of control of your own life, or whatever reason you have given up your power to make decisions, we're going to take that back. And how are we going to take that back? You know, when I first got out of a toxic environment, I was not even able to order off of a menu. Because I had forfeited my decision-making ability for whatever reason. I just didn't want conflict anymore. I didn't want the struggle. It was easier to just go with what other people thought than me standing up for myself and making my own decision. And it took a lot of years and it took a lot of work to get to where I can actually make a decision without worrying about it. Now, right now, I have decisions in my life that need to be made. 
And right now, I am trying to wrap my head around the fact that I need to just make it. I posted something um, last, oh, just a couple days ago, and it said, leap, and the net will appear. Okay, easier said than done, but I do know that no matter what decision happened in my life, I've made it. I'm here. So if you're sitting on the brink of trying to make a decision, do it. If it's not the right decision, you make another one. So if you're one that has found that your decision-making ability has been forfeited to somebody else, to coworkers, to a friend, to a spouse, because it's easier for you not to make decisions and just go along with what other people think is best for you, I'm going to challenge you to start making decisions. And that's easy for me to say, right? But the decisions I want you to start making are little. Because decisions are overwhelming, especially if you are in a toxic environment. You are paralyzed when it comes to making decisions because the what-ifs on decision-making are bigger to you than the decision itself. So if you know that I'm speaking to you today and the decisions in your life are not made by you, I want you to start doing something um, maybe a little quirky. And I have a few of my clients doing this right now. Uh, When you go to the grocery store, pick a different brand of the items that you're choosing than you usually purchase. Okay, pick a different brand of mustard today. Because I know as well as you do, to keep everything the same keeps conflict down. So even down to the grocery shopping, you buy the same thing so that there's no issue of how come you bought this? Or is this more expensive? Or why did we switch this? Because even just little little confrontations like that can debilitate you for an entire day because you bought the wrong kind of mustard, right? So... I'm challenging you to do that on purpose because it's not only going to make you start making decisions, but it's also going to have to expose you to doing new things and getting used to putting yourself out there to make the decision that you think is best. And again, I'm talking about mustard here. So um, if you always buy the yellow mustard in the yellow bottle, When you're standing in front of the mustard section, pick a different one. Why? It's different. It's new. It's a change. And you have to start getting used to change because when you are not making decisions, 90% of the time it's because you are fearing change or you're fearing the result of change. What if I don't make it? What if something happens if I make this decision? What if I don't have any money? What if, what if, what if? What if I don't have a place to go? What if nobody will help me? What if I lose my friends, right? There's so many what ifs that you don't let yourself make decisions, which then forfeits your decision-making ability to somebody else. So you might stand in front of that mustard section for two or three minutes because making a decision, even as little as that, is scary, But I challenge you to do that so that you start having to consciously make decisions and having to consciously feel new stuff come into your life because the more new stuff that comes into your life, 
the less scary it is. And again, we're talking about little things like mustard, possibly a different flavor of pickle. But that way, when, when you realize that you got a new type of mustard and nothing happened, the next time you go to the grocery store, you do something different. And pretty soon you'll realize that it's okay to make decisions and it's okay to have new stuff come into your life. But the little things like that is where you are going to start learning to make decisions. I don't care what mustard bottle you buy. Just don't buy the same one you always buy. Because the more new things that enter your life, the less fearful you are of new things. And I, when it comes to a big decision now, you know, I weigh my options. I lay awake at night. I think about it all the time. I wrote, I write pros and cons lists until I feel what the right decision is. And you know what? I actually probably already knew what the right decision was. I just put it off because of the what ifs. But the littler decisions that come through my life now don't really matter to me because I've allowed so much new stuff in that new stuff doesn't bother me. Rolling with the punches isn't that big a deal to me. And the what ifs, I do a lot of, I don't know, but it'll be okay or we'll figure it out or it'll all work out. Because I know from everything I've gone through, even in the worst days, everything still worked out. And where I am now, worked out. You know, and my peace and my happiness and my ability to help others worked out. So the, the fear of the unknown to me isn't half as big as it used to be. But when I was in a situation where I needed to leave a toxic environment, I was absolutely paralyzed. So if, if you're one of the ones that's sitting there trying to make decisions, start with little stuff. Just so you consciously make your brain start making decisions. You know, get a different type of mascara. Buy a different candy bar. Just so that there's random stuff coming in your life. The more randomness that can come into your life, the better. And new stuff is scary. Change is scary. I get that. But the only way you're going to get used to it is forcing it in your life. So for those of you, especially those that are in Strength Within right now, that are setting up your plan, your exit strategy, or um, really getting things lined up to remove yourself from a toxic environment, or the people who have decided that, you know what, this summer I'm going to move to a new friend group, all of that motion and all of those decisions and all of that change is scary. But you've already made it this far. So don't let the fear of change overwhelm you into staying where you're at. You know that whole saying, I don't know who said it, so i sorry I can't quote this. But, you know, the bird sitting on the branch doesn't trust the branch not to break. The bird sitting on the branch trusts its wings that if the branch breaks, his wings will save him. And we get so used to relying on other people because we have had our control and our power stripped away from us that we sit on the branch and we are relying on the branch to hold us up. We forget that we have wings. 
We forget that we can do it on our own. We forget that we're a person too and we have the ability to take care of ourselves. But that's what toxic people do. They strip you of the ability to take care of yourself. And there's many ways that they do that. They do that through isolating you from your support system. They do that through criticisms and comparisons to make you feel lower than them. They do it through belittling. They, they'll even do it through uh, possession and making you ask permission and just keeping you very, very small. Little do they know that you sitting on the branch is an eagle. Which brings me to a thought that just popped in my head. I am a Dolly Parton fan. Again, I was raised in Montana, so I'm pretty much a country music fan overall. But there's one song, and I just sent it out to a couple people um, last week. And it's called Eagle When She Flies. I challenge you to go listen to that song. Probably every one of you will tear up. But that was a very empowering song for me because when I started gaining my confidence, I felt like an eagle as opposed to a sparrow sitting on a branch, hoping the branch didn't break. You know, now I know I trust my wings. So these decisions that are looming around me right now, if I make the wrong one, it's going to be okay. Nobody's going to come after me with a, you know, a firing squad or anything like that. So what's the worst that can happen? I make another decision. And that's what I want you to realize that being paralyzed in decision making is the worst place you can be. Because one, you forfeited your independence to make decisions for yourself. And two, the longer you stay paralyzed in the not making a decision, the harder it, it is to make a decision and move forward. Making decisions and making changes is essential in anybody's life and in anybody's business for forward motion and for growth. And I think the lack of growth and the lack of forward motion is what brings people to me and, and they say, I just don't feel like myself. You know, we don't only stop growing when we're in toxic environments, we almost grow backwards. And it's because we have forfeited all our decision-making and all of our self-wants. Now, I'm, I'm saying this like you guys don't know this. Like, we know we give up everything when we're in toxic environments. We know that we're the last person on the list when we're in toxic environments. Why do we do that? Because toxic people manipulate you into giving up your rights. They steal your independence. They make you someone who is totally focused on them so that your life is basically to take care of them, to serve them for whatever they need. Whether it's control, power, attention, or admiration, they make it so that you know that they're much more important than you. And one of those things that they do is take your decision-making ability. So if, if you are one, like many of my clients will come to me and say, I can't make a decision. I don't know how to make a decision. I can't order off of a menu. I don't know what type of gas to put in my car. You know, here's your challenge. Just make one. Just make a decision one way or the other, especially on the little stuff. Because you'll probably see in the end that it's, 
it's not that big a deal. And the decision-making um, will hold you back when you get out of a toxic relationship. The decision-making will hold you back because you will feel like you don't have the knowledge to make the decisions that you need to make. When you totally do, but somebody in your life has been telling you that you don't. So, so I challenge you to start now and start with the little things. And the, I use the grocery store for a lot of exercises with my clients. So the grocery store challenge if you know that you're one that is having trouble making decisions, when next time you go shopping, change as many brands as you can. You know, and the off-brand isn't always scary. Some off-brands are scary. But do, just make yourself do something different so that you start learning that you, you can have the ability to change things. And you do have the ability to make choices. And, you know, looking back again to the whole high school thing, man, I don't know. I can't think of a decision that I made or that somebody else made for me that I now today would go back and change. I mean, yeah, I had a lot of bad days. I had a lot of sad days. I had a lot of disruption and toxicity and chaos. and But now... At least I have, have learned that by growing through it, I can take care of myself. You know, no matter what happens, I'm going to be okay. And it's taken me almost 11 years post-toxic relationship to realize I'm totally going to be okay. It's one foot in front of the other every day. It's the small things. So if you're trying to make a change in your life, don't look at the big picture. Look at the little things. Start with doing the little things for yourself, making little decisions. Buy a new toothbrush in a color that makes you happy. Nobody has to know your toothbrush makes you happy. Don't tell them your toothbrush makes you happy. Just, you know, the pink sparkly toothbrush makes me happy. And, and you picked it and it's yours. And I know some of these things sound silly, but I know when I first left, the decision-making was overwhelming. And as I started making little decisions, I realized me making decisions wasn't detrimental to me. The only reason I wasn't making decisions is because somebody else wanted my decision-making power. And because my personality is kind, caring, I went ahead and gave that up. And I gave it up because I didn't want conflict or it wasn't worth the fight, or, you know, I wanted to have a good day, not a bad day. So don't give up your decision-making ability because when you do decide to leave a toxic environment, you need it. And I guess I'll extend that to you. Um, you know, the programs that I have, I go through the character traits of the toxic person. For one, so you know the situation you're in and why toxic people do what they do. Um, the other reason we go through the toxic traits is so that you, as a kind, caring, loving, good person, will not fall into the trap because you, I'm sorry to tell you, are a target for toxic people. You will attract more of them. So my job is to make sure that you know how to spot the red flags and choose yourself. But the second half of, or incorporated in the rest of my program, is all self-discovery. 
It's all about you want what you want in your life, your top values, and teaching you to start making decisions. Because many of you think, oh, yay, I'm, I filed for divorce now, everything's great, or I moved out, everything's great, or I quit that job, everything's great. And come to find out, it's worse after you leave than when you were there because you have lost a lot of your ability to take care of yourself. And it just, you know, it made me think as I'm watching this high school graduating class, the struggles all of these are going to go through, some are going to be unsurmountable. But in the end, the struggles that you go through in life make you you. And you're, you are allowed to be you. So if your identity has been stolen and your decision-making ability has been stolen and your self has been stolen by another for control and power, you need to know that you are allowed to take that back. And if that means going to the store and buying a different mustard, that's where it starts. Trust your wings, not the branch. So I'm hoping that this can get you, you know, doing just a little bit for yourself that nobody else will recognize. But it's going to make you start realizing that you can make decisions and you can handle change. So when the bigger decisions come and the bigger changes happen, you're not going to be so fearful of something new coming into your life or something unknown coming into your life. So let me know through the social media what exactly it is that you have purchased in a different brand this week. And um, the only other announcements that I have is yes, the group coaching online will be starting in June and I will announce that here when the registration link is ready. Um, I will announce it on the social media pages as well. So I know there's several of you that have been wanting to do a coaching program and for some reason have not been able to get into the private coaching. Now the group coaching classes are going to be held online so that they are available to you no matter where you're at. Um, that is going to be structured um, that it will be held in a secret Facebook group. So there will be a class every week and you'll be able to ask questions and interact and you'll be getting the same program that the private clients are getting. So if you want to be on a waiting list for that, you can message me just so I have your name and I'll make sure that you get the registration information um, when it's ready. Other than that, it looks like we're headed into summer. Uh, kids are getting out of school. There's a lot of exam stuff going on. College kids are coming home. And um, the sun is starting to get hot. It's starting to be um, pool weather and water weather. And the summer is a favorite time of my year. I don't know if it's because I grew up where there was winter 10 months of the year, but I love summer. So I'm planning on doing a lot of podcasts from the patio. Anyway, thank you for listening and thank you for waiting for this podcast. If you are having trouble with decision making, start by starting. Start by making small stuff. So when the bigger stuff shows up, it's easier for you to make the decision that's right for you, not right for somebody else. So thanks for listening. This is It's Not Normal, It's Toxic. Rid your life of toxic people.